Welcome to More For Me by yours truly, Kat Nicole. What up, homie? What's going on? How you doing? If I'm going to be honest, I am a little under the weather. No alarm. Um, my line sisters were kind enough to encourage me. And by encourage me, I mean strongly encourage me to uh, make sure that I was well. So um, within hours of realizing that I had a cold, I went ahead and got tested. Better to be safe than sorry. And uh, I had a negative test. So that is reason to celebrate. Praising God for that. But I have a regular cold and it still sucks. So I'm a little bit under the weather, but I could not miss a beat and hang out with you guys in the studio. It is a privilege and an honor to have you here with me this week. If this is your first time joining us, welcome. Privilege, honor. Yes, it is. It's all mine. Uh, I don't know how you got here, but I do thank you for stopping by. Um, if this is not your first time, welcome back. This is where I meet my homies every week. I call it the homie ship, where the homies hang out and we get together and we kick it. What do we kick it about? Well, I share my experiences past and present and even where I'm headed in the present, walking towards in the future, um, like how I got there, uh, the lessons I'm learning, some of the tips and tricks I picked up along the way to help me as I traverse this wonderful journey that is full of its challenges, ups and downs, hills and mountains and random $20 bills on the road. Uh, I'll put a pin there, come back to that. But I am headed to the destination of more that God has for me. And the amazing thing is that God has more for each and every one of us. So it's not just my journey. I am accompanying you on your journey as well. And I can do that when you subscribe, when you turn on your notifications, and you make sure that you come here every week and hang out on the homie ship with the homies. Yeah, do just that. If you haven't already done so, it will be really super if you could uh, rate and review, like, share, comment, hopefully the content is blessing you and you want to share with other people so that the reach of more for me is increased and more people can hear the good news, the message and the, the encouragement that we share here on a weekly basis. I hope you guys enjoyed the interview from last week. Uh, I, I said I was going to stick a pen in the $20, the random $20 on the sidewalk, literally the week before last, I finished recording the podcast. I went on a walk. And um, I get, you know, my miles in, get your cardio, Freedom Fit, uh, UMBA, uh, 50 mile challenge all day. We're getting it in. But then also, um, it allows for me to clear my mind. So I was processing, thinking through a lot of stuff. And I'm walking. And literally, I saw a $20 bill on the sidewalk. And that just blew my mind. Like, I just at some point randomly start dropping out like a part of our journey <laughs> towards the destination of more that God has for us. Sometimes you find a random $20 bill on the sidewalk. And I did. I picked it up and uh, the neighbors were sending out. I had saw a neighbor riding this way with a, a baby that was too small to be in his arms, but he was riding a scooter. I picked it up and I said, Hey, excuse me. Um, I think um, your family member may have dropped this. And I just gave it to him. Boom. Went on about my business. But I told French, I said, wait a minute, you will never believe what happened to me. I literally just found a random $20 bill on the sidewalk. Um, so I thought that was hilarious. And of course, I had to share with the homies. So sometimes in life, you really do find a random $20 bill on the sidewalk. Um, I was quickly uh, alerted by a couple of folks that they would have pocketed <laughs> that $20. But 
I just gave it to them. It was likely theirs. And uh, who knows? Uh, not who knows. I don't know exactly how, but God sees and hears everything. So he'll he'll take care of me on the uh, on the uh, on the up and up or in the future for uh, giving those folks back their money, which I assume it was theirs. But that's neither here nor there. Now, like I said, we're all on our way to a destination of more that God has for each and every one of us. And I'm glad that you joined me this week. But when you share, when you engage with me by commenting, rate, reviewing, and all that good stuff, um, it lets more people know that more for me is here and that people can join the homieship and we can grow in numbers and growing in numbers is not just about the numbers, but it's the hearts that are changed, the lives that are being changed, that God can impact and infiltrate. And we see the kingdom advance just by kicking it with our homies. You feel me? That's what's up. Now, what we're going to talk about this week and the songs are rolling through my head. And that was an inappropriate song um, that I will not sing the lyrics to. But um, this week I was just thinking like, man, I really want to share one of my, um, I want to call it a recent revelation. Uh, it's something that has been unfolding for me for some time now, but more recently, like it hit really, really heavy. So as always, I got some analogies and stories to share. So let's get right into them. We'll start with the fact that my daughter, I just love her. She's, she's, she's three, cute as a button. And sometimes when we're walking and so on, she'll say, it doesn't matter where we are. Um, Mommy, I have to pass gas. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. Go ahead and let it out. Better out than in. Just make sure you say, excuse me. Don't teach people to hold in their gas because of recent complications. It's nothing to be ashamed of. It's natural. So, you know, trying to train a child. But emphasis on better out than in. Hmm. That's a, uh, a great philosophy one to live by, that some things are better out than in. Um, that's gross. I'll pass that analogy. But gas, gas isn't that gross. It's just natural. But it's better to let it out than to hold it in. That, that's very true. I think it was in the 90s, um, we, uh, as a society, realized that home security was very important. And during that time, people started, uh, at least where I lived, it was an opportunity, an option for you to put bars on your windows. And the idea was that the bars would keep certain unwanted guest people out of your home. Better to keep them out than to let them in. However, within a short amount of time, uh, we all came to realize because of a lot of unfortunate happenings, for example, fire happening in a home that had bars on the windows and children and or even adults being locked inside that home and that they could not get out and escape the fire because the bars that were to keep uh, unwanted people out were also keeping uh, people that needed to get out inside. So that idea of better out than in only went so far. And that brought me to, or brings us to where my thoughts are right now. And it's just that, hey, you know what? There are some things that are better <laughs> let out than kept in, but you have to be careful the means that you utilize to keep something out or to hold it in. Everything, or most things, let's not say everything. Most things can be good in moderation. So where do we really draw the line? Well, I am, I'm not necessarily a mason, but I know how to build 
some walls. <laughs> and uh, over the years, I got really good at laying brick and building up walls. But these walls were protective walls, sort of kind of like the bars of the windows. Now, these protective walls that I would build up um, after being hurt in some way, shape, or form, and I would build these walls to protect myself. Sometimes the walls that I would build were proactively protecting me. So I may not have directly been hurt, but I saw other people around me being hurt in a similar form. And I'm like, ah, you're not going to get me like that. So I build up these walls. And when I tell you, and that has been a process, I realized that, you know, uh, it's been some years now where I'm realizing, hey, some of these some of these walls have to come down. But I've reached a, a spiritual maturity now where I'm like, man, all these walls have to come down. Like, they're, they're, it's no bueno. They're no good. I have to tear down these walls because um, when you build a wall, just like the bars, it not only keeps people or things out, it also keeps them in. And the walls that I built, I was keeping a lot out, but I was also holding a lot in. Let's break this down and dissect it a little bit more. As I've been uh, deconstructing these walls over the course of several years, what I realized literally just last week is like, man, when you tear down these walls, I experience a lot more good and bad. And so um, while while initially trying to suppress and, and, and hold back uh, pain, I actually was also holding back joy simultaneously. You can keep things out, but you also keep certain things in. So while I thought I was doing myself a solid by keeping things away from me, these negative things, I was also keeping some good things away from me. Not necessarily that they weren't occurring around me, but that I wasn't truly and fully experiencing life with its ups and its downs, its joys. I didn't always know or see the value in looking at every opportunity or every every situation I faced as an opportunity to become a better version of myself, right? That's what we talk about here on More For Me, that everything we face, good or bad, is an opportunity for us to become a better version of ourselves. But if I am shielding myself from certain things, then <laughs> in my attempt to control my environment and what happens to me, I am also living, I want to say beneath my calling, right? I'll say that because... God didn't say that everything would be good, but he said he would be with us in all things. So there are literally some things that I didn't know or experience him in that way. I didn't have his comfort, his love, his his protection, him to pick me up and like turn me around, place my feet on solid ground. Like I didn't have all that because I was shielding myself from so much. And so here you have all these emotions that I'm starting to experience and, and realize, but then I'm also seeing that I have more opportunities to see God moving in things because I've torn down these walls. So I'm literally just experiencing more. So that that's, that's what I'm going through. That's my pro what I'm processing, what, where my journey is taking me at this point in time, or it's a part of my journey, if you will. And I know for sure that I'm not by myself on this, right? I feel that there's at least a handful of homies who have experienced something like this or find themselves in this place or have overcome this or realize, hey, this is a hurdle that I do need to, I need to tackle. This might be uh, a valley. This might be a pothole in the road of our journey, but it's something that I will I'll get through. And so I want to challenge us to do what I've been doing. <laughs> the first thing you got to do is 
realize, realize you have a problem. It's the first step. You have to recognize that you have a problem. Um, seeing the value when you in recognizing that you have a problem, you see that you are blocking things out. So whether you put a column bars on windows, building walls, like whatever it is, like you are trying to control a lot and shielding yourself from certain experiences. And as you shield yourself from shield yourself from particular experiences, you also are blocking other things that you have no idea what they are, but you just kind of feel safer. So realizing that you're doing that, seeing the value of not doing that. For me, I found value in trusting God, right? And it's more than just a notion, like I trust God. It literally is like, I literally have faith that God can and will take better care of me than I can. So if I stop trying to control everything, people, situations, circumstances, and I live in the moments, allow for him to walk with me, to be with me, to guide and direct me, I'll be a lot further along and much better off than I could on my own trying to direct traffic with blindfolds on basically is what it amounts to. So realizing that this thing is a, that there's, that there's a problem, trusting in God and knowing that there's value in trusting in him and not doing things my way. Can't do it my way, Frank. Frank Sinatra, that is. Um, so realizing that there's value in, in, in not controlling the situation. And the next and biggest thing that I did, so it, the next thing that I did that I see uh, has been of tremendous value to me is slowing down. Because for a long time, I knew, like, man, you got to tear these walls down. Like, this is not healthy. This is not good. Uh, <laughs> but as I began to grow, you realize, like, you can't be who God called you to be doing these things and or um, not uh, uh, experiencing life fully. So as I began to slow down, and I'm talking this past like year or so, I really have began to slow down drastically. Like that, that slow down that makes you uncomfortable and to see things, experience things, not just rush, rush past them um, to Think about what I'm going to do or say and truly just process and take life in, like uh, absorbing it all, um, acknowledging my emotions. So slowing down allows me to do all these things and see the benefit of doing what I just said, acknowledging that I have a problem, <laughs> excuse me, acknowledging that I have a problem, uh, trusting God in my life, like holistically, I want to put my life in my hands, no longer giving him um, like imagine your life is like keys, right? You're like, guy, you can have a key to the front door, but I won't give you a key to, um, the, uh, to the safe. You can have a key to the garage, but I won't give you a key to my car. Right. It's like, Hey, here are the keys that access everything in my life. So God has the keys. He has full access and truly to, to let, let that go and, and give it to him. But as I, as I slow down, I realize that I am learning so much more about myself. I'm learning so much more about God. I am seeing people in a different light and I'm experiencing much more. I would say, man, like in this past year, like it's almost like it's in living color. That's a throwback to the nineties, but like literally 
in living color that I'm seeing life and it's not just my tunnel vision, focus, 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 go, 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 go. All of this, I'm not saying, hey, here's how you, uh, here's not here are the three steps, here are the four steps. This is how you fix it. This is how you make it right. This is just the process and is literally just a part of my journey. And I encourage you guys, all my homies out there um, and homies to be, I encourage you to make sure that you're not uh, shortcutting your process and your experience uh, in this life with people, with God, um, even with yourself. Like, don't do that. Let's realize that we are flawed, that we're not perfect. So there's room for us to improve. Let's realize that we should and we, we can and we should trust God even more, not with a portion of our life, but with our entire lives and, and, and sit in that, walk it out, talk it out with God to realize what does that mean for you? Not for Kat, but what does that mean for you and your life, your present day? And then to really slow down. So it's not a checklist. I love checklists. I feel so productive. I feel so accomplished, but this isn't a checklist. And so I'm like sitting and enjoying as much as I can, the um, being uncomfortable, like sitting in that tension of like, oh, all these feelings, all these emotions, but like just sitting in them, like they are what they are, whether it's um, our present, the present that you're facing, the, the global present that we're all facing, uh, what Americans are like, whatever it is, all of that plus some, like to sit in it, to experience it, to acknowledge it, but to slow down and, and, and traverse the journey. Right. I'm not trying to get on a uh, what's that? The high speed rail. My husband's working on one of those projects for his job, actually, um, in the California area, uh, executing the high speed rail. And like, I don't want to get on high speed rail, get there in like nanoseconds, which is an exaggeration for sure. But to get there that quickly, like maybe you really are on the regular train that goes so slow. And so like, don't take a long train ride because it's really, really annoying. But like you're going to get there the slowest route possible, like literally taking the scenic route and making sure that you, you you get the lessons, that you experience God, the joy and the pain and and to be able to say like, man, even though this bad thing happened, that I still see God's hand. I still feel his presence, his power um, to see God through other people, their testimonies. Like, I mean, last week listening to uh, Lamia share her testimony with us. Um, the more for me uh, journeys, like literally like taking time to slow down, to hear that, to digest it and to, to, to see, hear, feel tangibly how God moves in and through us and even around us. But really just encouraging each and every one of us to um, like be down that this thing is a journey and it is a process. And for me, I, I think, again, it's been so uncomfortable, but it's been such an amazing and a great thing. And I think a part of the more that God has for us is really appreciating and acknowledging that we are on a journey and it is a process. So um, that's all I have for this week. It's uh, me imploring you, not only sharing what I'm experiencing right now, live in this moment, but imploring you to appreciate your journey, um, to fully engage in your journey. Acknowledge that you are an imperfect and sinful person. However, uh, we serve a mighty God that loves you, and that he's worth putting your faith and your trust in and for you to depend on him and not on yourself. And then to sit in it and walk with him, to talk to him, 
and just experience life, the ups, the downs, and even the random $20 bills on the side of the road. But that is all a part of your journey and your process to become a better version of yourself as you head towards the destination of more that God has for each and every one of us. And so while I have not uh, made it to the mountaintop of this part of the process and the journey, I really felt that it was um, it was necessary for me to share that with you, because I think that uh, 2021 isn't as great and that different than 2020. Um, so it's not something for us to be discouraged about, but to be encouraged that in the process that there's still more and that. And God still sits on the throne and he he's doing his thing. So we just, we have to let him do just that. So I want to thank you guys for tuning in today. I appreciate um, whether you're on uh, YouTube or your favorite podcast platform. I appreciate you che checking us out today. The homies and I on the homie ship. I hope that you have already subscribed and like this episode. Feel free to share it, but make sure that you rate and review. I'd greatly appreciate all those things. And uh, I'm going to get some rest. Hopefully next week I'm back in it and just uh, <laughs> as healthy as can be. But until the next time, I want you to remember that God has more for me. God has more for you. Now let's get it. Take care. <laughs>